Welcome everyone to episode 10 of the Property Investing Podcast brought to you by Real Estate Investor. I'm Dennis Wong, Product and Training Manager and sorry I've been quiet for the past month or so as I've been traveling around Australia meeting property investors and talking to them about our pro membership platform. Now we've had over 120 new pro members recently join us, so welcome everyone and I hope the tools have been helping you with your research so far. Now in this episode, I'm going to cover the popular topic of rent vesting and talk through how this strategy can be used by some people to get into the property market. I'll also cover how the level of discounting is affected by the stage of the property cycle a suburb is in. So let's get straight into this episode. You've probably heard the term rent vesting around popular property commentators recently. And so I thought I'd provide you some information on this increasingly popular strategy. Now with properties close to any capital CBD now becoming more expensive, the ability to buy your dream home in the suburb you love as your first property purchase may not be possible. Once upon a time, you'd get married, buy your dream four bed, three bath, two car garage with swimming pool, home, start a family and end up living there until possibly retirement. These days, it's difficult for most people to be able to do this given how much house prices have increased. Because of this, buyers are now buying an investment property first where it's in an area they can afford to buy and renting in the area they want to live in. For example, let's look in Melbourne and in the suburb of Box Hill, which is about 14 kilometers northeast of Melbourne CBD, if you were to buy a three bedroom, two bathroom house, the median price for 2017 for this type of property is currently $1.35 million. So this means if you were putting in a 20% deposit, you need $270,000 cash and your loan would be $1.08 million. Now let's assume you get an interest only loan for five years and the rate is 5%. This means your monthly loan repayments will be $4,500 for the first five years. Now, if you were to rent in Box Hill for a three bedroom, two bathroom house, the median rental for 2017 is $540 a week. So let's assume you rent a house that's slightly better than the average and the rent is in fact $600 a week or $2,400 per month. So that's a big difference, $4,500 per month if you want to buy, and that's assuming you have the cash deposit of $270,000, compared to the $2,400 per month if you rent. Now, this is an extreme example, but I just wanted to highlight the potential difference in monthly repayments and why rent investing is now becoming more popular. You can live where you want by renting in an expensive suburb where it's close to work, restaurants, and transport. In the meantime, you can invest in a property that you can afford to buy in, maybe in a regional town or further out from the CBD where it could be cash flow positive or increasing in value so it's building your equity. Now some rent investors may continue to buy more investment properties and continue to build their wealth until they can finally buy the dream home. If they buy the right properties that experience good growth, they can then tap into that equity or even sell a couple off, then be able to buy their dream home and potentially be debt free. Some property investors who are rent investing have also been able to claim the first home buyer's grant even after owning a few investment properties. With the home buyer's grant and potential equity that a rent investor can tap into, this allows them to have a bigger budget and potentially buy their dream home, whereas if their first purchase was going to be their home, they'll not be able to have as many options. Of course, please check with your local state rules when it comes to the first home buyer's grant as every state and territory will be different. Next in this episode, I wanted to cover how the property market cycle can affect the level of discounting buyers can achieve. 
As I've covered in an earlier episode, buying a property at a discount and also under market value is the key when it comes to being able to build instant chunks of equity relatively quickly. Doing the right research and analysis is going to be the key to ensuring you can buy a property at a discounted price, but also below market value. Now, this is not always possible because it does depend on supply and demand. As you know, property markets go through cycles. Across Australia, there'll be boom and bust trends across states, cities, and suburbs, and they'll be at different levels and experiencing different rates of change. As an investor, if you can understand where your target suburb sits within the cycle, it can affect the level of discount you can achieve. Now, if you think about it, when there is a lot of demand, this means there'll be more buyers in the market. So in a booming market, it's generally gonna be more difficult to achieve higher discounts, if any at all, because of the number of buyers in the market and the price they may be willing to offer to secure that property. More often, properties will sell over asking price. I mean, look at the Sydney and Melbourne markets where you hear properties selling $50,000 or $100,000 over asking price. Whereas in a bust or declining market, there'll be less buyers and more properties will stock for sale. There'll be more competition as a seller and less demand, so it'll be easier to negotiate a higher discounted price. If you find a property though, where the seller situation requires a timely sale, you may even be able to negotiate further savings. For example, you know, search for keywords in listings, such as divorce, distressed, mortgagee in possession, or deceased estate. Now keep in mind that capital growth rates will have an impact on your equity. So in a booming market, where you're paying market value or just a little over, you may also be achieving higher capital growth due to the demand in the area. So it will quickly increase in value anyway. In a bus market, buying the property at a much discounted rate could become a liability as it now sets a lower comparable price for other buyers looking in the area. It may become the benchmark price driving the value of the suburb down. Thank you so much for tuning into episode 10 of the Property Investing Podcast from Real Estate Investor. I'll have a couple more episodes before we hit Christmas, so tune in for more property investing tips. And if there's anything you'd like me to cover, please email me at dennis.wong at realestateinvestor.com.au. Now, we also have our property investing masterclass events coming up the next few weeks. So if you're near Narrowarren in Melbourne, Parramatta, or Newcastle, jump on our website to check out dates and to secure your free tickets. So thanks for listening and welcome again to all our new pro members. And until our next episode, happy investing and I'll catch you next time.